good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. I am Nina Menis. It is wonderful to be before you today. I um, miss you all so much. Um, I normally try to get my podcast out on Sundays, but with things working out in my life the way they are, I'm quite busier. So it takes me a little while longer to get these out. So I apologize. But I do have a word today. Again, I'd love to go ahead and shout out everyone who um, supports me who shows love. You guys are absolutely amazing. Uh, The emails, the, the messages. Thank you so much. They mean so much to me. And also, I'd like to shout out the women's group Queens of God. Oh, my God, we just celebrated one year anniversary yesterday. So I want to thank each and every one of the members of the group. And if you are a woman of God, then you are more than welcome to join as well. It is on Facebook. It's called Queens of God. And we we post a lot of inspirational things, of course, um, encouragement. We have songs. We have all types of things that'll make you laugh. I mean, we just really have a good time. We we endeavor to just keep every woman encouraged and keep everybody knowing, especially every woman on in the group, knowing that they are a queen, they are royalty. And we like to keep their mind uh, focused on the things of God. So anyway, I can go on and on and on about that because that is that is a passion of mine. So today we do have a word, but I do want to start with prayer. Father God, we thank you for all that you are. All that you are. We thank you. Before you do one thing for us, before we even thank you for anything, God, we just thank you that you are God, Elohim, Jehovah. Lord, we praise you. We glorify your name. You are worthy of all praise, of all glory, and none belongs to anyone else but you. We thank you. And now, Lord, we thank you and praise you for this day and for each day. Lord, we ask that you would minister to our hearts today, that by your spirit, you would speak to us today concerning fasting, Lord. We ask that you would make your your ways known concerning fasting and how we are supposed to do it, our mindset. Lord, teach us, lead us and guide us through your word on what you would have us to know in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I thank you for the privilege of coming before your people. I'm asking, Lord, that you would stand up tall in me. Lord, I decrease and Lord, you increase. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So again, today we are speaking about fasting and um, the topic is the power of fasting, heart posture, heart posture. So our key verses are going to come out of Isaiah 58, Um, Isaiah 58. We're going to be in that particular passage of scripture. Um, We're going to take it from the top to the bottom. Um, So that's going to be primarily where God is speaking to us through. And then we're going to have several other scriptures that's going going to pepper in through that to bring context to what God is saying. Amen. So when we think about fasting, we know that this time of year 
Um, most people are doing the Daniel fast. Um, a lot of people are just uh, taking 21 days of fasting from food um, and just drinking fluids. Some people have a set time of day that they eat um, for 14 days, 21 days. However, God is moving on your heart to do it. And so I just kind of want to step into what God is saying in this time. Um, I came before him to ask what he wanted me to speak on. And um, he gave me Isaiah 58 um, and then all the following scriptures. So we're going to be pretty wordy today, of course, um, but just go ahead and um, get your pen and paper and get comfortable. Let's go ahead and dive into the word. So let's go ahead and start with Isaiah 58. And I'm coming from the New Living Translation. Verse 1 reads, Shout with the voice of a trumpet blast. Shout aloud. Don't be timid. Let my people Israel, tell my people Israel of their sins. Yet they act so pious. They come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. We have fasted before you, they say. Why aren't you impressed? We have been very hard on ourselves and you don't even notice it. Mm -mm -mm. I tell you why. And this is God saying, I respond. It's because you are fasting to please yourselves. Even while you fast, you keep oppressing your workers. What good is fasting when you keep on fighting and quarreling? This kind of fasting will never get you anywhere with me. You humble yourselves by going through the motions of penance, bowing your heads like reeds bending in the wind. You dress in burlap and cover yourselves with ashes. Is this what you call fasting? Do you really think this will please the Lord? No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who you wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. And we're going to stop right there. So we're going to, that was Isaiah 58, one through seven. We're going to stop right there for now. So as you can see, God was more concentrate, concentrated on the people of God's heart and their actions towards others during their time of fasting. So he saw that they were fasting. He saw that they were denying themselves of the pleasure of eating, that they were, they were coming before him doing all the right things, all the right way. He saw that. He, he was observing it. But what he was most paying attention to was the heart. Our first point Fast to truly humble yourselves, not out of obligation. Fast to truly humble yourselves, not out of obligation. See, God knows that we 
um, we do sacrifice ourselves at times so that we can do what it is the Lord is calling us to do. But it's most important that he lets us know, you and I know that he's paying attention to what we're doing while we're fasting. So not just the fact that we're not eating, not just the fact that we're just drinking water or coffee and tea, not that we're checking off those boxes to say, I've done my fasting for today. He's checking to make sure our hearts are also being humbled by not just the actions that we're taking, but humbling ourselves before the Lord. Because when we fast, we are actually drawing closer to him. We're causing ourselves to be more spiritually sensitive to him so that we can listen and hear what it is he needs for us to listen and hear. And the thing is, he wants us to know that how we treat each other is just as important as abstaining from food. In Isaiah 58, um, 1 through 5, we read through that. We also went through 7. But I want to also read 1 Samuel 16 and 7. And this is God telling us something here. Say, It says, the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. He looks at the heart. He doesn't, he's not concerned with what we're doing and with what we're trying to accomplish in our flesh. He is absolutely, and I'm sorry about the noise in the back. There's some neighbors that are really loud out here. So he's paying attention to our heart. And what we're doing, why we're doing this, why we are taking the steps that we're taking, why we are denying ourselves. Is it because we want to be seen by others? Is it because we want to say that we have met the qualifications of fasting? Or is it that we truly want to humble ourselves before God and really change on the inside? Not just change what we're doing on the outside, but change on the inside. God, I want to be changed internally. I want to be closer to you, yes, and I want to be transformed. And during that time of fasting, he does require us to pray, to get in his word, to really listen to what he has to say, because when we're fasting, that opens us up. Our spirit becomes more open and accessible to God and, and receptive to God. But if we are open and re- and we're not receptive, what are, what are we receiving if we're not praying and reading the word while we're fasting? What are we taking in? What are we opening ourselves up to receive? So it's more important also that we are in the word and that we are praying and talking to God throughout the day. Set aside that that set time with him. But he also wants us to position our heart to receive and to give and to give. See, he wants us to see ourselves in what we do and say. He wants us to um, want it to be a time where it's like a mirror. Because when we look into his word, it's like a mirror anyway. Any kind of issues or anything that God has been dealing with us about, it's going to come out in the word. (laughs) 
It's going to come out in the word. And when fasting, he brings that before us as well through his word and through time spent. So it's more important that instead of concentrating on meeting that fast, making sure we don't eat, that's very important or otherwise it wouldn't be a fast. But he's making sure that our motives line up correctly. Our point number two, fasting breaks chains and brings deliverance from strongholds and soul ties. Fasting breaks chains and brings deliverance from strongholds and soul ties. So let's read Isaiah 58 and 6 again. Let's read that one more time. So let's go back up. Isaiah 58 and 6 reads, No, this is the kind of fast I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go and remove the chains that bind people. See, this speaks of them, he wanting them to release people that are maybe held captive by them. But this also speaks of strongholds in our minds. See, fasting actually positions us to receive deliverance in these areas. Fasting actually makes it more possible because we are not distracted or we're not supposed to be distracted by anything else. This is our time to focus on God and for God to have our undivided attention. Of course, we're going to be working. Of course, we probably go to school. We have to we have to take care of our family. We have to do the, all of those things. But also, he wants our mind to be central, our, our priority to be central to him so that he can do these things in us. He knows that we're busy people. We have we have careers. We have all different types of things going on in our lives. But when we fast and when we take the time to spend with him and to ready ourselves, steal ourselves, steal our mind, heart and spirit to hear from him. That is the time that he can deal with those things that we normally don't even think about. There are strongholds in our lives and there are soul ties that have held us bound to people that we we don't even think about. We think we think about all the priorities that we have. Sometimes we'll we'll come across some times of sadness or depression out of the blue and we don't know why. It's because those soul ties, those those strongholds still have a grip on us and God wants to put us in position in our hearts to where we can receive breakthrough in those areas and fasting positions us for that. When we position our heart, when our heart posture is correct before God in Mark nine and 28 through 29, it reads, and when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast him out? Speaking of a demon that was in a man and He said unto them, this kind can come forth only by what? Prayer and fasting. So prayer and fasting. So when you're prayed up, but sometimes it takes that fasting to truly break things in the spirit. And in fact, it's not sometimes it's all the time. 
So don't be surprised if this year is the year that we do a lot of fasting and praying this year. I believe this is our year of breakthrough. I've been saying that on social media. I've been saying that to people I talk to. This is absolutely our year of breakthrough. And it's going to take us humbling ourselves. And the major way of humbling ourselves is through prayer and fasting. And trust me, there's a lot of things that God is going to do to and through us this year. We're going to come into a lot of blessings. Those who have been sowing, those who have been been uh, coming before God and praying about some things and about people and about opportunities and praying for healing in the body and in the mind, just turmoil that has been going on in your life that you finally want to be free from this year. That's going to come through your times of prayer and fasting. And as a result of prayer, of prayer and fasting, because it sets everything up, it sets the stage for God to just come in and just burn down the kingdom of darkness in in any shape or form. So that is why fasting is so important. So these disciples, they could not cast that demon out because they were not spiritually ready. What he was telling them basically was you you weren't spiritually ready. Your flesh had not been denied long enough to have the power it takes to rid this man of this demon is basically what he was saying. So when God takes us higher and a lot of you, God is going to take you to higher heights and deeper depths in him. And it's going to be, he's going to take you into realms of the spirit that you've never even considered. He's going to be using you in powerful ways of healing. You're going to be used as an instrument of deliverance. You're going to go forth in power in your speech. And even in the things that you do on a day-to-day basis, it's going to be done with power and infinite wisdom is going to be given to you. But this is going to only come through prayer, prayer, time spent with him, listening to his voice, getting instruction, writing it down. I always say that. Getting in his presence, writing down what he has to say. And it's going to take denying our flesh on a regular basis by fasting. Amen. Second Corinthians 10 Verse four, it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to pulling down of strongholds. So that is our weapon. See, when we fast, we are basically taking up our weapons. We're taking up our weapons. We're strapping in. Like they say, we strapping in. We come in all all guns blazing in the spirit realm when we uh, incorporate fasting into our lives. Okay, so look at it that way. Look at it in a spiritual sense, not so much a practical. Sometimes we can get wrapped up in the practicality of this and say, "Okay, so I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. I'm not eating or I'm not eating this types of food. I'm not I'm making sure I'm following the time frames. I'm making sure I'm doing it right. I pray a little bit at night and um, I read my word a bit and that's it. 
But I'm telling you, God is requiring more of us this season. And because he's requiring more of us, he's wanting to equip us for what we're about to walk into. See, when he's reminding us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in the pulling down of strongholds, what he's wanting to do through prayer and fasting, particularly through fasting, is he is equipping us with the weapons that we need to withstand the wiles of the enemy. Because when we walk into this kind of power, when we walk in this authority, we're going to have the enemy trying to come against us through people and just in the spirit realm, period, that's going to come and stand against us and say, how dare you come up against us? How dare you? We've been established here for a long time. We work together in the realm for the long, for the longest. How dare you come against us? Who do you think you are? So fasting puts you in a position of power and authority in the spirit realm. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and read. Let's um, pick back up in Isaiah 58. We're going to start at verse nine. Okay. So Isaiah 58 verse nine, it reads, Then when you call, the Lord will answer, yes, I am here. Now, this is after prayer and fasting. Okay. And let let me go back and read that again. Verse nine. Then when you call, the Lord will answer. Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Feed the hungry. And help those in trouble. Then your light will shine out from the darkness. And the darkness around you will be as bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden. Hallelujah. Like an ever-flowing stream. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Keep the Sabbath day holy. Don't pursue your own interests on that day, but enjoy the Sabbath and speak of it with delight as the Lord's holy day. Honor the Sabbath in everything you do on that day and do not follow your own desires or talk idly. Then the Lord will be your delight. I will give you the I will give you great honor and satisfy you with the inheritance I promised your ancestor Jacob. I the Lord have spoken. So what is the Lord saying here? He is saying that in keeping my fast, in in fasting, in doing it the right way, having the right heart posture, These are the things that I require. So point number three, fast to hear from God and receive direction and guidance. Direction and guidance. See, uh, through these verses, verse 9 through 14 in Isaiah 58, he was given direction. He was telling them, he was telling us what we need to do the kind of mindset that we need to have, how we should, what should be our priorities. And he said in verse nine, 
Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. What does that mean? That means, now if he's saying that we need to remove it, that means that we can. So anything that we have been carrying willingly, sometimes we carry burdens that we should not even be carrying. Sometimes we carry other people's burdens. We, we take on other people's problems and wear them like, like a garment, like they're ours. They don't even fit us. But we're wearing their problems. We're wearing their issues. We're wearing their decisions. We're taking on the cares of the world, the, the things that's going on in government, the things that's going on in, um, in various different ways of, of, of business and, and finance and all of these areas that we really don't have a whole lot of control over. But we put those things on and we carry them around. And it weighs us down. So God is saying, remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. That's saying, uh, get your get, get your mouth together. Get our mouths together, me and you. <laughs> Start talking the way we need to. Start being more positive. Start being more godly in the way we present ourselves and how we talk and, and interact with each other. Um. He's, he's pretty much checking us on how we are communicating in that particular verse. Stop pointing fingers and spreading rumors. He doesn't want us gossiping. He doesn't want us backbiting. He doesn't want us um, telling other people's business. I mean, think about it. He's saying this while he's telling them to fast. So he's telling us to fast. And this is what I want you to not do or stop doing during that time. To feed the hungry and help those in trouble. He wants us to get busy in serving others. In serving others. And then what did he say? Feed the hungry and help those in trouble. And then your light will shine out from the darkness. See, when we put the needs of others before our own, that's when we truly shine with the light of God and the Holy Spirit shining through us. Is when we put his desires over our own. And that's during the time of fasting and beyond. And then it says, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you the water, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. In other words, while you're doing all of those things that I'm telling you to do, then I'm going to start meeting your needs. Then I'm going to start pouring into you. Then I'm going to bring healing into your mind, body and spirit. Then I'm going to start healing those areas that you didn't even know you were still hurting. Then I'll go ahead and work things out in your life, in your marriage, in your finances, in your business, um, in your mental capacities. Everything that concerns you, he's going to start working out because you are handling his business and fasting. So think about it. You're fasting, you're denying your flesh. And you're surrendering yourselves, ourselves, to the service of God. We are keeping our mouths pure. We're keeping our thoughts clear. We are, we've taken off the heavy burden of this world and all that there is and the burdens of others. And we're concentrating on God. So that is what he wants us to do. This is, this is his guidance. This is his directions. But not only this, 
He wants to lead and guide us in things that concern us personally. The things that we've brought before the Lord and said, Lord, I don't know what to do about this. You know, I the, I have my kids. I don't know what to do concerning them. I have my finances. I'm not quite sure if I'm doing the right things with that. Lord, I'm, I'm going through some things in my personal life. Um, I'm waiting on my husband. I'm waiting on my wife. I'm waiting on... Um, Things to change in my marriage for us to become closer, for us to be more on one accord. I'm waiting on a whole lot of things to start lining up with your will and purpose. My body has been racked with pain and I've been going to the doctor and he's been giving me these diagnoses. He's been telling me what I need to do and it's been hard. Lord, I'm, I'm depending on you for healing. I'm depending on you for a miracle. I'm depending on you to repair what is broken in my family. We haven't been communicating well. There's fights and quarrels in my family. And Lord, I need for us to be at peace and come on water accord together. Lord, in the ministry, Lord, there's things going on in the ministry that's not quite right. And Lord, we need you because it should be all about you and not about us. Lord, help us. So you have brought many things before God. And he's saying during this time and fasting, he's going to start answering. He's going to start giving instruction. He's going to start giving divine wisdom concerning these things. And so let's go to 2 Corinthians 7 and 14. It says, then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. And um, King James Version says, heal their land. So fasting is not just about abstaining from food, but also denying the flesh and bringing it under subjection and obedience to God's will and purpose. See, it's more to it than just not... um, putting food in your mouth or not putting a certain type of food in your mouth or not eating during a certain time. It has more to do with your position in your heart, your heart posture before him. And again, I'm I'm asking that you would forgive the noise in the background, but I'm going to go forth. Amen. So in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you right now. God, we thank you. We praise you. We thank you for your ministry today concerning fasting, concerning fasting and how our heart should be before you, how our actions need to reflect what it is that you require of us. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of being able to fast. We thank you for being able to hear you and for having the privilege of making this our reasonable service unto you. Lord, we have fully received your your beckoning for us to fast and to pray. Lord, we know that you're wanting to take us higher. We know that there are great and mighty things that you want to do to us and through us, God, and those around us. So, Lord, we surrender and submit ourselves today. And Lord, we focus on you. We put our mind, heart, and spirit on you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you from the bottom of my heart, God, because you are so real towards us. You're so real because you look at our circumstances 
and you look at the things that we're going through in our lives and Lord, you have all the answers. Every answer we need lies in you. And Lord, we thank you that through prayer and through fasting, you are basically making yourself more available, more available to position us so that you can get more involved in our lives and in the lives of others around us. So Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your mighty name because you are God and there is no God before you. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, to you be glory and honor, dominion and power forever and ever. Amen. Again, it's a privilege and an honor to come before you. And I just want to say um, during your time of fasting, just know that God is in the center of it. When we concentrate on him, when we make ourselves available to him. So this year, for a lot of us, this is going to be our our mainstay. This is going to be something that's going to occur on a regular basis. So I want you to get yourself ready to be getting used to positioning yourselves in this way. And myself, myself included. This definitely hits me first. <laughs> so... I thank God for each and every one of you. I love you. And until we speak again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Be blessed.